Welcome to That's Awesome ID. My name is Leslie Early, and each week I will be speaking with a different guest and learning about one thing they think is awesome in the field of instructional design. Okay, today I am excited to have my two guests. First episode with two guests, which makes it extra special. I have Andrea McAnini and Parker Grant here with me, and they are the co-head honchos of idlance.com, which is, if you haven't heard of it, a very awesome resource for all things freelance ID. Thank you, Andrea and Parker, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. So I'm not quite sure how this is going to go. I mean, like I said, it's my first time trying it out, but I think we're three smart people and we can probably figure it out. So we will, we will do it. It'll be great. It will be great. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, but I did want to turn it over. Let's just start with Andrea because you're at the top of my screen. So you get duck, duck, goose, you're it. If you want to take a couple of minutes and just introduce yourself and kind of what you're doing in um, instructional design, and then we'll just give Parker the same opportunity. Sure. I know, I know you chose me to go first because for other reasons too, because I'm no, just kidding, Parker. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, he knows I'll get mad if I don't get ladies first. Um, so I'm Andrea McAnini. I am an instructional designer, technologist, writer. I have been so for about five years now. Um, and I'd say that my specialty is definitely like taking complex situations and complex content and breaking it down into, um, more accessible, less intimidating, uh, forms, I guess. And at ID Lance, that's what we do a lot is we take scary business, businessy content and we make it palatable and hopefully sometimes a little fun. Um, or at least in my head, I'm funny when I, when I write the things, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but I'm a freelancer, um, and I've worked in various industries and it always comes down to, you know, writing, engaging content, taking, taking crazy stuff and making it, uh, readable. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can vouch for all of that. I think you'd accomplish <laughs> a lot of those things that you're aiming to accomplish. So oh, good. excellent. How about you, Parker? Well, I don't know. I think my list is way too long at my age. <laughs> no. Let me see if I can just break this down very simply. I had about 21 years in corporate life, so I call that my former life. Mm. And I have had an instructional design business or learning design business for about 13 years. So in the last 13 years, I've been able to um, innovate some learning products, or I would say learning technologies is probably a better way to phrase it. And I've also been an advisor to a couple of companies and also doing the usual um, freelancing kind of consulting work mm. for various companies. So that's in a nutshell. So I can, ex you know, unpack every one of those, but I don't want to eat up all of your time for that. <laughs> well, so. yeah. Well, it sounds like you've had a, a nice career and a lot of experience to draw from. So um, let's see. I guess th the main reason you're here is you are the co-head honchos of idlance.com. And I will say, I don't think I've ever told anybody else this before, but 
because I loved idlance.com and I made that video where Tyler and I sort of did a little video review of idlance.com. That was sort of like the beginnings of that's awesome ID because I thought idlance.com was so awesome that I needed to talk about it. Realized I didn't like being on video that much. (laughs) So (laughs) changed the concepting to maybe I can do this just in a podcast. So you guys are like my muse. I didn't even know that, Leslie. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That that's awesome, ID. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome, idlance.com. Right. I was so full, I was blown away that someone actually cared enough to do something like that. That's Parker and I were like, wait, what? They like spent their time to make a review of our stuff. That was that was like the kick in the pants of like, all right, maybe we're on the right track. You definitely are. And I'm glad you're here to talk about it and to share more about it. So let's back up a minute. Um, what was your motivation? Like, how did this very cool ID uh, project even come around? I think, Parker, you should start and then I'll add because you were the uh, sort of brainchild here. Okay, so gentlemen first in this case. Yes. All right. Well, you know, it was interesting because back in the fall of 2019, um, I was sensing there was an increased interest in the market for freelancing. And it's just one of those things I think has been around for a few years, but it just became more evident that there was a migration of people leaving full-time careers moving into the freelancing career. And there's this term called the gig economy. There's also a term called the freelance economy. Um, Whatever it is called, there is a movement. Um, But that got really enhanced because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. However, uh, back in the fall of 2019 is also when I met Andrea because there was a project um, that I uh, brought in, I think, five different writers and it was for a text messaging company. And this was the first time I met Andrea because I put out there, you know, some kind of a, a request for freelance help. And she was one of them. So um, the work that she put in to this project, I was just totally blown away um, with her writing. Um, oh, stop. Really, <laughs> go you, know, on. you know, okay. Just pat yourself on that shoulder there, uh, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Can you hear it? Yeah. And I, I just, I said, you know, here's somebody who has a lot of talent. And, you know, talk to Andrea about this idea about, you know, maybe putting together a curriculum to help people transition from full-time career, you know, as an ID into their own business. And so we were just, you know, having conversations several times to figure out if this is the right thing to do. And we decided, yeah, let's do it. So that's the beginning of it. Maybe Andrea can pick up from there. Yeah, that's, that is how it all started. And, um, uh, when we were working on that, those text message courses, it was really an eye opener about how people could really learn in a more down to earth way, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that you're personally learning, right? Like it's not like you're doing it as a part of a school or a part of your, even from your employer. The whole point is like, you're doing it on your own time. So why shouldn't it be as fun 
as it can be, but also as kind of just straight to the point. Um, because one thing through talking with Parker, I had all these realizations as I was becoming a freelance instructional designer. I felt like I had to just Google the crap out of all of these things that you need to know to start the business side of things from how to find clients and what do I need in a portfolio about, about taxes? Do I need a business entity? And I was just on all these industry blogs and looking at LinkedIn thinking like, wow, look at all these LinkedIn all-stars. I'm never going to be as good as that. How also on the industry blogs, who do I believe? Because there would be differing opinions on everything. And it was driving me nuts. And I always felt like there was these kind of like unwritten rules of engagement to get this gated information, like kissing butts to like, be able to just know the basics. And when Parker came to me with, with this idea, I was like, we can just cut through all of that Mm. and give people the information that they need in a way that makes it, um, not drudgery basically. Um, and also this whole feeling of, uh, the gig economy becoming bigger and and feeling like being tied to one employer forever. is not really even the safest way to go anymore, which we can get into like the philosophical discussion of like, whether you should have to work to be able to survive, Mm -hmm. but that's a whole other thing. Um, so it just seemed like the right thing to do at the right time. And I just have fun working with Parker. He's like the information guru where he's been doing this and he's got all this experience. And then I had sort of like the newborn baby eyes. Yeah. I'm a new, new and freelance instructional designer. And like, it was kind of a double win for me because I got to be a part of this cool company, but also I get all my questions answered by an expert and then I just rewrite the answers for other people. Well, that's the thing I was, that I noticed and why I did want to share it with people is because, and I continue to want to share it with people and I mention it in conversations all the time is that before I, what, now I'm in a full-time position, but before that I was thinking freelance would probably be the way I was going to go. And facing the exact same challenges that you just described, Andrea, of like, how am I going to gather all of this data? Like, that's a job in itself of like figuring out everything you need to know. It's just overwhelming, you know, if you're trying to do it on your own. But I just really love that you both have gathered so much information and you have templates and all different things in there that someone who has no idea what they're doing Maybe you don't have all the answers there, but it's a very good starting point. (laughs) So, yeah. And we tried to put it all together with empathy, right? So like, what are these common problems that people feel? What are these common like demons that we all have when we're trying to go freelance? Like, am I good enough? How will I ever find clients? How can I prepare? Um, And we just wanted to make sure that people felt supported even emotionally by reading our material. So you've got the facts, you've got the straight how to's. We don't have a bunch of like fluffy content marketing content where you're like, you know, five easy steps <laughs> to decide on this. And then you read it and you're like, I actually learned nothing. You just want me to like keep, yeah. you know what I mean? This like kind of fluffy stuff that doesn't really tell you what you actually yeah. have to do or these, you know, people that you see that are like, Oh, to make a portfolio, do these things, but they're not real steps. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
have samples. Well, yeah. duh. <laughs> but what does that really look like? Like, do you need a full course on your website? Or like we, like we find, do you really need just like three really good screens mm-hmm. for each sample? Like just having that actual information um, helped me. And I just wanted to be able to help other people that yeah. way. Yeah, and we, we, we even went into uh, the details of how to set up your LinkedIn profile and all the, the various uh, steps. You know, we went, went into really detailed steps on how to set up your LinkedIn profile. But there were a lot of things that Andrew and I kind of, um, you know, uh, we brainstormed what um, people might need. So, you know, just b- basically setting up the profile, setting up the website, um, identifying the brand, the logo, you know, that kind of thing. But the one thing that I was really um, happy about our co-head honcho uh, partnership is that, you know, I was able to pull together not only the content of the research and experiences, but also experiences from other people. But Andrea was able to repurpose that information to something that, you know, funny at times, and empathetic, like she said, and also down to earth. And we wanted to make this um you know, these lessons, um, less intimidating because that's, it's really what it's all about. People are kind of very nervous, especially Mm -hmm. now, how do I make that transition? But when you read through the lessons and you think, wow, this is not so bad. I can do this. That's, that's the whole goal of this, um, curriculum that we have at ID Lance. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with everything you both just said. I did though, uh, to get a little clickbaity on you <laughs> of these blog posts. <laughs> um, but, um, if so, just to give a takeaway for this, uh, session of, for listeners, if you had one or two like tips that you can give to someone who's thinking about freelancing right now, like what, what would you say are like the first, you know, one or two things that they could do that would you know, in, increase their, their either knowledge or chance of success. Sure. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first, Parker? Uh, go ahead, Andrea. Ladies first. That means okay. he needs time to think. Um, <laughs> I, I, I saw right through that. That was, that was thinly veiled. Uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah. Thinking time. Okay. I would say, And this isn't so much a singular tip. It's more of a Mm -hmm. mindset that I really, it breaks my heart when I see, and I'm acting like I'm some expert guru. Mm -hmm. I'm not (laughs) at all, but like, this is how I feel like I've been able to get things going in a way that I really never thought that I could is having this mindset of not being afraid to take on stuff, whether you've got a full-time job or whether you are, you know, in between jobs or whatever, just like not being afraid to put yourself in for gigs that you think that you could do, um, and not boxing yourself out of opportunities just because you're really, really worried about the details of like, well, I, I work full time. Will I have Mm -hmm. time to do it? Or I, I don't know exactly how many hours per week this is going to be, or this doesn't seem to fit perfectly in my schedule or my life Mm -hmm. at the moment. I think that if more people were just willing to kind of take that leap of faith to even just try to, to put their name in for something, because it, number one, it doesn't mean you're going to get it just because you apply for it, but you can't, you just never know what something's going, what a gig or what a relationship 
is going to be like until you try. And I see so many people just saying like, you know, I'd really love a gig, but I can really only work on nights and weekends. So I can't really find anything, but there, nobody's ever going to write. We only need someone to work on nights Mm -hmm. and weekends in a, in a gig description. Like they're just not going to do that. So you don't know what they're really expecting until you try until you talk to them and say like, Oh, actually, you know what? There's not a lot of meetings required for this position. So we could do it. Like I could do it whenever, or maybe all you need to do, even if you work full time is like, uh, and you're trying to make the transition and build up clients before you go full-time freelance, like, Oh, maybe you just need to clear out like a half a day a week to make sure you have a couple hours for client meetings. And we're all working. Most of us are working from home now. And I feel like people need to know that you can probably make more stuff work for yourself than you think you can. And to just believe that you'll figure it out and that there's a huge community of IDs out there to help you even just work through how to, how to get these things done. And if you have trouble with certain things, like everybody's so open and helpful. And I just, I just want everybody to know that. And it sounds like so inspirational, but like believe in yourself that if you really want to take on something and do it, just try like, yeah, I think yeah. that's a really good point. I agree. I, I totally agree on the try piece. That's a three letter word I use with my kids all the time. Try, please try to go to school, try to make your bed. Um, no, I think that um, one of the things that would help anyone making that decision to make that leap to freelancing is to not only overcome that fear, but also to come up with some sort of a plan or some kind of strategy. You know, you've got finances to think about. Um, you know, you want to think about a portfolio, uh, maybe, you know, the website you want to have. Um, but here's another thing I might suggest as a tip, and most people don't do this, is that if you're not sure how you're going to do on your own, there is nothing wrong with finding somebody else who wants to do what you want to do and partnering with that individual and forming an LLC or whatnot to have accountability system in place. You know, you check on each other. I mean, I think that's one of the beautiful things about ID Lance is that Andy and I are always checking in on each other. And mm. we're... I bugged him so to much today. <laughs> I was like, I'm so needy. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I think that's another um, thing to think about. Probably not easy to do because you're going to find somebody who says, yes, I want to do this. But um, if you do have that luxury of working with a partner starting a freelance business, um, you can share ideas about where to find clients. You can share the responsibility of your marketing, your sales, and you can also share your network. So, that's one of the things that you, know, you can think about. Uh, even if you're working full-time right now, you can still do this on a part-time business, you know, weekends or weeknights, whatnot. But um, there are um, ways to make that leap. And going back to what Andrew said about that fear, you know, that mindset is so true. You've got to be ready mentally. Like, yes, I'm ready to get out of Dodge, period. Yep. Ready yeah. to put yourself out there. Like, yeah, so many people are always waiting for the perfect moment or like, I need the perfect portfolio. I need the perfect gig to come along. I need the perfect, per, you know, freelance recruiter to find me. And like, it's, 
there's just never going to be a perfect thing or something might not seem perfect, but if you went for it, you might realize, oh, actually like this client's pretty flexible and they, you know, we bonded and I, you know, it's going to be a great relationship, but like until you meet those people and give and talk to them, you never know. And the worst thing that could happen is you, you don't get it or you get help or subcontracted out and you're like, I listen, I can't handle it. Like, you know, you don't, maybe you don't tell the client that you can't handle it, but you can always, you know, hire someone to help you. And it's not like you're losing money because you would, you know, work out. I don't know. I'm getting into the specifics. Maybe right, edit right. that part out. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so let's see, I guess then my, always my last question is if people would like to continue the conversation or reach out to you or, you know, get in touch with you. What is the best place for people to find you? LinkedIn. Love LinkedIn. Yes, absolutely. LinkedIn. Yeah. For better or for worse. I mostly like it. Sometimes it's a little crazy, but (laughs) I'm always paying attention to stuff that's on there. So that's kind of a surefire way to to get our attention, I think. Yeah. And also, uh, obviously people can go check out idlance.com. Please do run. Don't walk because it's very, it's fun. Oh, I did have one last question that we didn't get to very fast. Who was responsible? I know there's very funny writing and also very funny illustrations. So who's responsible for what? (laughs) Oh yeah. So, okay. The writing obviously is Andrea. So she, no. well, she's a comedic genius. In that sense. <laughs> um, I wish. And the cartoons, I've personally drawn the cartoon, but the ideas are really Andrea's. I'm um, bossy. Oh. Yeah. I'm a little bossy. I'll it. be like, I really, really want this whale, and it needs to have a business card. No, not that kind of whale, Parker. A different kind of whale. <laughs> you can't read my mind and see the cartoon whale I'm thinking of. You right should have... You should have re- you should have seen the exchange that we had about um, camels' glasses. I really wanted them to have Elton John glasses because it was like, oh, you're so thirsty. Someone was going to tell a camel they're so thirsty, and I was like, no, they need to be bigger and sparklier, Parker, like Elton John. <laughs> I need more. Yeah, sparkles. thankfully, you know, uh, Photoshop has layers, so I can <laughs> hide a layer, add another layer. Oh, and- yeah. He's a genius. So we had some back and forth um, edits, the ideas and the sketches. So we finally got it. So basically, Andrea is my art producer. And I, and I, yeah, and I can't believe, Parker, like how you can make my dreams become reality. <laughs> like, Parker's yeah. making dreams come true. Mm-hmm. No, really, because yeah. I don't, I, in my head, I'm, I would love to be able to draw like that, but he get, he actually can. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. Lucky. yeah. I, I was drawing a lot as a kid. So it's sort of kind of coming back to me now. That's awesome. Well, this whole thing has been awesome. And thank you so much, Andrea and Parker, for joining me and sharing some of your tidbits of wisdom. And uh, I I know I'll be in touch again, but thank you again yeah. for joining well, thank me. Thank you ha- for having us on. Thank Leslie. you so much. 